And welcome to another edition of the Speaking For Him podcast. On this Friday, I'm Adam McNutt, alongside the host of the program, Mr. Andrew Gommerson. Hello, Adam. And before we get started on today's topic, which is the breastplate of righteousness, I just wanted to take care of a couple of housekeeping notes. First of all, we are getting ever closer to our 100th podcast, and Ooh. we will be recording that podcast in early September. And I say this, I don't usually like to give away the radio magic and allude to recording ahead of time, but I say this because I would love for anybody that would like to, to leave us a voicemail at speakingforhim.blogspot.com with how the podcast has impacted you and maybe your favorite episode and or episodes. Absolutely. You could also email me at andrew at speakingforhim.com. That's andrew at speakingthenumberforhim.com. And if we like your email, uh, we may read it on the show. We really want to make this 100th episode special. All right. Well, that being said, we're going to dive into our topic. And Adam uh, has our quote of the day. Starts off here by saying, He hideth our unrighteousness with his righteousness. He covereth our disobedience with his obedience. He shadoweth our death with his death, that the wrath of God... The wrath of God cannot find us. And that is actually from uh, unknown, unknown source, that quote of the day there. All right. Well, I, I picked it because it really just talks about the all-encompassing gift of God's righteousness to us. And as we unpack this, there's just a few different aspects about righteousness that I wanted to mention and discuss on today's show. And of course... Uh, if anybody has anything to add, they can always contact us with feedback. We appreciate that. But our starting point is that no one is righteous. In Romans 3.10 it says, As it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. And I think that is such an important jumping off point. We have, There's a kind of a false teaching that goes on. Um, is that man is basically good, and we have to look for the good in one another. And let me be quick to clarify and say that, that in certain respects, that is true. We should always look for good things about people and not focus on the things that they do wrong. But the Bible teaches us, as I just read in this Bible verse in Romans 3.10, that there is none righteous, no, not one. And so in order for you to have true success in this life, you need to realize that you can't do it on your own. Matter of fact, the next point I want to talk about is if you think you're righteous, there's no hope for you. And this little story comes out of Luke 18:10 to 14. Two men went up to the temple to pray, the one a Pharisee and the other a publican. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, God, I thank thee that I am not as other men are, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this publican. I fast twice a week, I give tithes of all I possess, and the publican standing afar off would not lift up so much as his eyes unto heaven, but smote upon his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone that exalteth himself shall be abased, and he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. So in this story, we see two people. We see the publican, and if you're not familiar, these were the tax collectors of Jesus' day, and they were looked down upon as people that 
were greedy and people didn't spend a whole lot of time with them. And we get an allusion to that from the story of Zacchaeus when he says, if I have stolen from anyone, I will pay them back fourfold because they often were greedy and that's why they went into tax collecting and they would take extra money. But the the attitude of this tax collector is, I'm a sinner, I know I've done wrong. And so what Jesus is saying here is that this person uh, is going to be um, forgiven and justified because of their hum humble attitude. And then we have the publican, or the, wait, then we have the, the Pharisee, who, who lists all the things that he does right. Mm -hmm. Now, I would point out here that nothing on this list necessarily in and of itself is wrong. It's good to fast because Jesus alludes to this in, in the Sermon on the Mount. He says, when you fast, he doesn't say if you fast. So he's making a directive that he thinks we will fast from time to time. And giving tithes is good. And so none, none of those things, you know, are bad. But they are not what makes us justified before God. And we can do bad things um, for good motives because we can try to try to impress people and, and do the wrong thing. Or we can do good things with the wrong motives where we're doing things that in and of themselves are good, but, but, they, but they lack the scriptural conviction behind them and we're just doing them again to be impressive to others. Did you have any thoughts on these first couple of points? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I I truly do believe, and even says like in God's word that He looks at the uh, intentions of our hearts. And you know, if we're doing something to truly please God and and to do it just for that, then that's good. That's what He calls us to do. But if we're if we're kind of doing it to kind of you know prove ourselves or to put ourselves out there a little bit, like hey, look what I'm doing, or hey, you'll never guess what I did yesterday, and then you kind of start to exalt yourself then God takes a, a back seat. So I think that's a good reminder because, um, you know, we're, we're, all, we're all guilty of that. Like, it's so easy to fall into that sometimes where it's like, oh, whoops, I kind of pushed God aside and I'm not exalting him instead. So I think that's a really, really good reminder out of this piece. All right. Well, so what is the answer? How is the, the uh, publican justified? The answer is that he's justified because Jesus is righteous. In 1 Peter chapter 2, it says, For hereunto were ye called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that ye should follow in his steps, who did no sin, neither was guile found in his mouth, who when he was reviled, reviled not again, and when he suffered, he threatened not, but committed himself to him who judges righteously. And that is 1 Peter 2, 21-23. And so... In this case, we see that Jesus is righteous. And uh, so he has the ability to intercede for us as we will continue, as we will see going through this. The next thing I wanted to point out is that we are deserving of death. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And then Jesus offers life. The thief cometh not. But for to steal, to kill, and to destroy, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. 
So we, we have the fact that we are deserving of death and the fact that Jesus offers life. And Jesus can offer life because he was a perfect sacrifice. And how do we get this life? We get this life because um, when we make the great exchange of our sin for Jesus' righteousness. Now, I'm pretty sure I've talked about this um, before on the podcast because it's really the heartbeat of speaking for him is to realize that because of what Jesus did for me, I have the privilege to speak for him and let other people know what he did for them as well. Because what he did for me, he did for you. And so I just want to encourage you with that. And before we move on to these uh, last couple of points, do you have any thoughts on that, Adam? I think that's really thought-provoking that, you know, it says we are deserving of death because uh, we are, you know, in the sense of that we're still sinners even today. And, um, you know, we were the ones that should have paid the price, but he did for us out of love. And just through that to think that he loves us that much and, and we're righteous because of that is uh, pretty amazing. That's pretty awesome. So when you stop and think about how, um, you know, how much more sweet life is because of that, that he wanted to give it to us abundantly, uh, just something to take with you each and every day is, is such a such an encouraging, refreshing thought. And I just, I love the thought that he doesn't just want to give us life in the future. You know, we think about eternal life mm-hmm. and and we think about it as the next life. But what he really wants is for us to have life now and to have it abundantly. And then for that life to carry over after this earthly life is done. So to keep both of those things in mind is important. And it's also worth noting that there's a verse in Isaiah that talks about how our, our, our righteousness is as filthy rags. So even our attempts at righteousness can be tainted by our sin nature. Yeah. And so, but God takes all that on himself and convicts us of sin and helps us to keep short accounts with him so that we can be righteous before him, both in practice and in position. And But we are righteous in position even on those days when when we're not quite as righteous in practice. And that is a blessing. And that kind of leads into the next thing. A righteous man is not perfect, but he, he has an advocate. And it says in 1 John 2, 1 and 2, My little children, these things I write unto you that ye sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. And he is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. First John 2, 1 and 2. And if I had one prayer for anybody listening to the Speaking for Him podcast, it would be that they would be able to experience Jesus as their advocate. Because we will all experience Jesus, the question is whether we will do so as a judge or as an advocate. If we don't choose him now as an advocate, we will face him later as a judge and he will sends us to an eternity in hell uh, because he cannot stand sin. But like we said earlier, he sent his son to become sin for us so that we could be made God's righteousness. So we really have no excuse. And also, because of this, he can confess his sins and be cleansed. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. 1 John 1.9 
Do you have any thoughts? Um, I think that, uh, especially where it says, because of this he can confess his sins and, and be cleansed. Um, it just goes back to it's how much God loves us that he opened that door to be able to do so. Because without him, uh, we, we we couldn't do anything. You know, we, we couldn't even exalt anyone or anything, which of course we wanted God. But, you know, when we stop and think about how much he's done for us and how much he continues to do today, um, just kind of blows my mind. So I just kind of wanted to put a little... Uh, a little more on that there, that that's just such an amazing thought to think about, you know? Well, when you think about the fact that God breathed into man the breath of life, then the very fact that we are breathing air today and that we are able to come into the studio and make this show is a mercy of God. And when you when you put it, when you look at it in that perspective, you realize how blessed you really are. Because I don't know about you, sometimes I don't feel very blessed. Sometimes I feel frustrated with the circumstances of life. But then I step back and I consider these things that we've talked about today and I am just overwhelmed with gratitude for God and who he is. And then just a summing up statement from our friend Adrian Rogers, uh, who I've been referring to throughout, the breastplate of righteousness is the believer's purity. So again, this is another vital part of the armor of God that I would hope and pray that you would put on as you... Uh, begin your day uh, with the Lord, and I hope that this is a great start to your weekend, and um, I hope that you will continue to be in contact with the podcast. Make sure you let your friends know that they can subscribe on iTunes or on Stitcher. Make sure that you send us your feedback for the 100th podcast and uh, join us for the fun, and we will have more detail as it comes closer. But until then, have a great weekend, and as I always say, keep serving the best of masters.